Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You can do better. Good evening in Deje. Huh? <laughs> you can call me Matthew. Praise the Lord. Good evening. The Lord is good. And all the time. Wow. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. How many of us have had a wonderful week in the presence of God? Awesome. How many of us have been touched by God this week? How many of us are expecting something fresh tonight? Praise the Lord. I would like us to stand up to our feet. And let's give God the praise that is due to his name for what he has done this entire week. Because this is all about him. It's not about us. It's not about breakthrough. It's about the glory of God. So somebody, with everything within you, make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! We worship you, Lord. We bless your name, O oh God. We glorify your name. What a beautiful name you are. We give you all the glory. We give you all the praise. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Please stand on your feet. Just remain there. We're going to worship in one song. I love worshiping. Um, for the worship team that's down, I'll need you to back up once more. Sorry, I should have asked you to remain. Hallelujah, hallelujah. The Lord is going to do something amazing in your life tonight. Tonight. Somebody lift your hands to the heavens. Just thank him once more. I want to ask you, even as you do that, to look back and see how far God has brought you. Where would you have been without his grace? Where would you have been without his mercy? Where would you have been without his love? And I ask that even as you reflect on that, the times you may have had a close call, a close shave, and only the hand of God picked you out. May the praise in this next song come from deep within. And thank him. Thank him. Not everything might be right, but thank him. There is praise and there is a sacrifice of praise. The difference is when you give a sacrifice of praise, you say, Lord, notwithstanding, not Withstanding, having no regard to what I see, I choose to praise you. I choose to praise you. They may have given me a deadline concerning my fees, but I will lift up a sacrifice of praise. I may have got a bad report. My father may have been sacked from the job, but I will choose to praise you. I will choose to praise you. David said, though he slay me, yet will I praise him. Yet will I praise him. Somebody tonight, you need to praise the Lord like never before. You need to worship like never before. And watch and see what God will do. Watch and see what God will do.
Because your people need to hear you and not me. I am just a vessel, Lord. May you use me by the power of your Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, you are very, very welcome in this place. We welcome you. We welcome you. Somebody, we know how to welcome VIPs. We know how to welcome kings and queens. But let us welcome the Most High God. Let us welcome his presence. Let us welcome his presence. Holy Spirit, you are welcome. You are welcome. You are welcome, sir. Have your way this evening. Have your way this evening. In the name of Jesus. And everybody said, Amen. Amen and amen. Praise the Lord. I would like to honor the Most High God once again in this place and to thank him for the opportunity to stand before you, wonderful students of Indeji. But I also want to thank my brother, my friend, my pastor, so many things in one. Like Pastor Noah said, we go a long way back. We have such a mutual um, friendship. So many things we have, um, really, in all fairness, so many things I have learned from him. I do play the keyboard and I worship at the same time. And part of the keyboard that I play, and my knowledge of the keyboard, came from Pastor Noah. So that's how close we are, <laughs> right in primary school. Praise the Lord. Amen. As um, he said, my name is Matthew Mugabe. By the grace of God, I am called to serve him and to minister. And that's what I love doing. But he also schooled me in the art of law. And so I'm a lawyer by training but a pastor by calling. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Mwari Delange. Okay. So I'm going to share very briefly this afternoon, this evening rather, and my message to us will be interspaced with a bit of my testimony, but also what the Lord has laid on my heart this evening. Praise the Lord. I came with um, somebody very important to me, and I want to introduce her to you, because I'm a married man. Yes. Um, before she stands up, we met in campus. Yes. Wow, wow. <laughs> yes, we met in campus. In UCU, not in Deje. And uh, because she said yes to God, she has given us four children. So let me introduce to you my sweetheart, the love of my life. Please stand up and wave to the Bataka. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Thank you. <laughs> How many of you are believing that you meet your future spouses here in campus? Mwemari? Jemuri? Wewao. Who knows one day you'll come back for mission with your wife and you say, we met here. In fact, 
under the power of God and we were slain. Amen. Amen. You can never figure him out. Hallelujah. <laughs> you know how I, how I got to meet her? God made her fall sick. <laughs> I'm not sure I should go down that road. <laughs> but so many people were chasing and I was one of them. <laughs> and I knew who they were. But I knew that eh, I had potential. <laughs> I evaluated the opposition and I knew what I needed to do and say. Then she fell sick and those people didn't know what to do, but me, I knew what to do. Okay. So, you know, Jiri, amen. Because the steps of a righteous man. Ah. <laughs> so, anyway. Uh, <laughs> let me fast forward on that story. She fell sick, and, and there were people who had uh, come to visit her. But the Lord laid on my heart strongly. Kamula Butunda. Genogula Butunda. Genogula Butunda. And you know, this, this money of campus can be little. You understand? But I got my money, I went to the market, I walked to the market. Hmm? It wasn't near. Those of you who have been in Mukono, and you're this side of Kauga. Well, I know. So I got my money. I bought uh, michungwa, butunda, and sugar. Ah! <laughs> I didn't have a blender. So then, the good thing is I had a fridge. So I knew jerry can, five liter. Five liters of those days. Hmm? I'm talking about the year 2001. How many of you were born? Okay. And I put in the fridge. After 30 minutes, can you imagine what the jerry can look like? And you had a sweat of what? The fridge. Cold. Shining. Okay. So someone who was looking after her, some cousin of hers. Then I found this other guy who I had marked properly. I'm like, eh. so he said, Mugabe, you're also here. I said, hey, Nzize. I'm also here. Ah! <laughs> so, <laughs> but I, I scanned the environment to see what he had brought. And I saw Chikavera there of Caltex. It was small, it was not heavy. There were two apples only. Ha! That's where the story ended. The rest is history, as they say. And I'm here today. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know where that brother of mine is today for sure. But he was slain that day. <laughs> don't play with the anointing. Okay? Anyway, back to the word of God. <laughs> Hallelujah. My message tonight is the Lord loves you. And he loves you so much. And he has a wonderful, wonderful plan for you. Amen. Amen. I want this to sink, to register in your spirits and in your hearts. God's plan for you is not contingent on what you have done or where you are. His plan is his plan because he is God. Praise the Lord. Simply because he is God. Praise the Lord. He says to us in Jeremiah 29 and 11 that I know. In fact, he says, I alone 
know the plans I have for you. People may think they have plans for you. Even your mother and father may think they have plans for you. But God alone knows the plan he has for you. Praise the Lord. I alone. People might scheme for you. They might plan for you. They might plot for you. But God says, I alone know the plans I have for you. And there are plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a future and a hope. Praise the Lord. Pastor Noah mentioned that I serve in URA as an assistant commissioner. And you may ask yourself, but how? He looks so young. Yes, I am young. And I'm not about to grow old. Praise the Lord. But you may not know the story behind that. And I don't count it that I have arrived. By far, I haven't. Not at all. But I'll share you parts of this testimony, even as I share from the word of God, that you might be encouraged today. Why? Because you are sitting under the skies, under the heavens, of a God of destiny. A God that has a destiny for each of you. Praise the Lord. You are right on schedule with God. Hallelujah. The Bible tells us in Luke chapter 15 from verse 11 that there was a man who had two sons. There was a man who had two sons. And one day the younger son tells his dad that father, you give me my share of your estate before you die. So his father agreed to divide his wealth between his sons. A few days later, the son packs his bags and goes to a distant land. And the Bible says there he wasted all his money in wild living. About the time his money ran out, a great famine swept over the land. And he began to starve. And he persuaded a local farmer to hire him. And the man sent him into his fields to feed the pigs. Bible says the young man became so hungry that even the pods he was feeding the pigs with looked good to him. But no one gave him anything. Verse 17 is profound because it says, when he finally came to his senses, he said to himself, even at home, Jemva, the hired servants have food enough to spare. And here I am dying of hunger. I will go home to my father and I will say, Father, I have sinned against both heaven and you. And I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Please take me on as a hired servant. Bible says he returned home to his father. And while he was still a long way off, his father saw him coming. And filled with love and compassion, he ran to his son. He ran to his son and embraced him and kissed him. His son said to him, Father, I have sinned against both heaven and you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Treat me as one of your hired workers. But his father, the beauty about fathers, the beauty about a heavenly father, said to his servants, quick, bring the finest robe in the house. Put it on him. Get a ring for his finger and sandals for his feet. And kill the calf we have been fattening. We must celebrate with a feast. 
for this son of mine was dead and he has returned to life. He was lost, but now he's found. So the party began. Praise the Lord. The party began. And many times our lives are like this. You might be here tonight and maybe you're in that place where you said to your dad, to your mom, I want what's mine now. The attractions of this world, the lies of the devil. They make us go look for things that we're not yet supposed to have. The time is not yet ripe. And we want to get these things. We want to get these things. We see our relatives getting things and we want the land. We want the money now. We want whatever it is. God has been saying, not yet. It's not your time. I remember how many times I would be in campus and I would see my colleagues being thrown out of, 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 of class or whatever it is because of issues of fees. And you'd know that some of them, they had sadly chewed their fees or whatever it is. You may be here tonight and your father and mother have literally distanced themselves from you simply because of things that you went through, temptations you fell in, and you couldn't do much about it, but you feel like you're being orphaned. Life has a way of throwing things at us. Life has a way of throwing the worst at us. Praise the Lord. And so we find ourselves among the pigs. We find ourselves eating food like pigs. Our lives have gone down so much. And we can't seem to know how to get out of the mess that we are in. I tell you, friends, I know what it means to be in that place. I don't stand here because I am so righteous. No, I stand here because I had fallen once and fallen so far. But God in his mercy found me and picked me up. And I stand before you here today because of what he did in my life. I'm not ashamed to tell you that I know what it means to hold a bottle and drink. I've been there. I know what it means to go and dance. I've been there. I have seen the darkest of the dark. I know what a hangover means. I've been there. But one day, by the mercy of God, he brought me back to my senses. Praise the Lord. The God we serve the God you have chosen to come and sit under today has a wonderful plan for your life, child of God. He has a plan to prosper you, not to harm you. It does not matter how far you have fallen. It does not matter what you have done. He's not a God who condemns. He's not a God who judges. People might judge you, but God loves you. Praise the Lord. You might feel like you've fallen so far that I can't get back. You look at other people and you're saying they know it all. They seem to have it all. They are so happy. How will they be receive me, child of God? Jesus Christ did not come to seek and save those who didn't need a doctor. He came to save you and I, those who are sick. He came for me, for people like me. Praise the Lord. If you hadn't come looking for me that time, I would not be standing before you here today. Praise the Lord. The healthy don't need a doctor. It is a sick that do. No wonder Jesus had no business with the Pharisees. Because they are schooled in the law. They seem to know it all. But they missed him completely. He was right in front of them. Every day, every time. But those who were hungry. Those who were thirsty. Those who realized their need for him. They pressed in. And they got what they needed. Praise the Lord. Jesus. 
this Jesus has a plan and a destiny for you and I. Praise the Lord. This afternoon, this evening, this night, because there's someone watching online in different time zones, the Lord is reaching out. It does not matter how far you have fallen. It does not matter how deep the pit is. It does not matter whether you are in the pigs. It does not matter whether you are in Kayasi. Is that what you call it? Kabwa. Okay? <laughs> it does not matter whether your father and mother abandon you. The Bible says the Lord will hold you close. Praise the Lord. It does not matter what you have done. All the Lord is saying tonight is, would you come to your senses and come back to me? What amazes me about this story is that as he began to go back, he didn't have much expectation about what he was going to receive. No, he was ready to be a houseboy in his father's house. But the Bible says his father saw him from afar off. That tells you from the time his father left, he had been looking out. He knew one day his son would come back. He knew one day his daughter would come back. The father was always on the watch post saying, where is my son? Where is my son? Where is my son? And tonight Jesus is saying, where is my daughter? You've been here the entire week and you've heard the messages. And God is waiting for you on this last day. And saying, where are you? He's on the lookout. He's on the lookout. You might be standing there in the back. God is looking out for you tonight. With love. Not with condemnation. Spirit of the Lord tells me there are people who have been here this week. You have heard the message. But something has kept you back. You have debated in your mind. You have questioned whether you can still be loved by God. This is your night. This is your night for a miracle. Praise the Lord. Your life changes tonight. The Father is looking down from heaven and looking out just for you because his plan for you is still in his hands. It is not lost. All he wants is for you to come home to him. All he wants is for you to come home and say, Father, here I am. You might even have said, Lord, I don't expect much, but if you can save me, I'll be happy. I have news for you. God wants to do more than save you. He wants to clothe you with garments of holiness and righteousness. He wants to put a smile on your face. He wants to give you a destiny like no others. He wants to change your name. He wants to change your destiny. He wants to heal your family. He wants to show you the future. Your future is not in man. Your future is in God. Praise the Lord. So the Bible says he was looking out for him. And he saw him from a way off. From a far distance, he was like this and saying, you know, I think every day he would wake up and say, maybe my son will come back to me today. Maybe my son will come back to me today. Every day, every night, think about it. And Jesus has been looking out for you. From the time you were born. He's been looking out for your child of God. He's been saying, where is she? Where is Emily? What is happening? Where is she? He's waiting eagerly for you to come tonight. He's waiting. He has been patiently waiting. Think about the times that you had a close call. That devil was baying for your life. He wanted to finish you off. There are people here tonight you have had close encounters. What do you think saved you? The grace and love of God. In spite of. In spite of. Jesus is saying, no. This is my child. I hold her close in my hand. But I want you to come to that place of acceptance. Because I want to be your Lord. I want to be your Savior. I want to be your Redeemer. I want to fill you with my power. His name is the Holy Spirit. I want to anoint you and send you to the nations. I want to send you across the seas. 
when I was in those times, one day we had left, left some place called Jisumari and we were walking and we got arrested. Take off your shirts. And I tell you, because I was a member of parliament, I couldn't think about morning coming and I'm standing in front of the campus. What was MP doing? Three in the night. So we were single file. I kept on moving backwards. Slowly. Da, da, da. As soon as I had clear, I took off. Hey, wait, 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 wait. God picked me from that place of shame. And today I stand in front of you to talk about his saving grace. That is the Lord I'm talking about that wants to save you. Praise the Lord. Why would you and I reject such love? A father who's looking around and saying, come home to me. I'm not going to cane you. I'm not going to flog you. I'm not going to condemn you. I just want to shower you with love. I want to change your life. Child of God, I never knew what was waiting for me in God. I had no idea. I had no idea. I know that this, the, 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 you know, this, this dynamic that you go through every day, one semester, two semesters, three semesters, I know what it can be like I've lived through it. I know what it means to be mediocre in class, but I also know what excellence means. And in between is what Jesus did for me. Praise the Lord. Because God can turn your mind around. God can turn your mind around and get you from mediocre to excellence. Praise the Lord. There are some people here tonight, you have been struggling with your grades from way back. Tonight, God wants to shift that. Praise the Lord. I have seen it. I know what it means for God to tell you what's coming in the exams. I have seen those things happen. In the Lord Development Center, where you, you can't even imagine, there's a point where you have to do orals. And they bring the top lawyers in town. They sit at the table and they can ask you anything under the sun. You tell me, how can you read for such exams? How do you prepare for that? Human is speaking, you can't. You have box files, box files, and box files. But I tell you, one night I was sitting there at the table, and I'm confused. I have my bullets, I have these things. And as sure as the Spirit of God can reveal himself to you, I felt this strong prompting. I just passed some page, and he said, go back to that page. Master it. There are just two questions. Master them. By the grace of God, I listened. The next day, when I went in front of those lawyers, the first thing they asked me was the very question I had been asked by the Holy Spirit to master. I was in shock. And I've seen that happen over and over and over again. This is the God that wants to do things for you. To take you from first degree to first class degree. Praise the Lord. He is able to do it. But he's saying, come home to me. Come home to me. And so the Bible tells us, the father ran to him when he saw him from afar off. As we make an altar call tonight, throw every hesitation aside. As you come and begin to walk to the Lord, he will come running to you and clothe you and equip you and dress you and fill you with his spirit and set you on a different path. The path he had always planned for you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So the Bible says when his father met him, of course the boy was saying, look, Lord, I, look, father, I have done this, I have done this. He didn't want to hear about it because he had had a change of heart. And tonight what God wants is for us to change our hearts, to change our minds and say, you know what, God, I'm ready to turn around. That's all that counts with God. 
have had a change of heart. I've had a change of mind. God does, does not want you to be a doorkeeper in his house. He wants you to reign as a king, as a priest. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So the Bible tells us, he said to the servants, quick, 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 bring the best of the robes. And tonight the Lord wants to clothe you with his best. He wants to give you back what the devil had stolen from you. He wants to give you more than you could ever have imagined. Because he says, I will do exceedingly abundantly beyond what you could ever ask for. Think or imagine according to the power that is at work inside you. That is why, even as you get born again tonight, you must be filled with the Holy Spirit. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And he didn't stop there. He called for the ring. Put it on his finger. What does the ring talk about? Royalty. That is how the Father looks at you. As royalty. Why? Because you are now a child of God. You are his own. Jesus is not just your savior. He's your brother and he's your friend. He looks at you just like he looks at the Lord Jesus. Why would I reject such an offer? Why would I keep away from such an offer? To become a child of God. To walk away from devil and the darkness and every power of darkness. To walk away from the pigs. To walk away from the pig's food. Why would I stay with the pig's food when there's royalty waiting for me here? Praise the Lord. Many of you have ambitions. I don't know what you want to become in future. Maybe doctors, maybe engineers. I was just conducting interviews the other day for, for people who want to join URA. And, and, and there were so many people from Ndeje. So many, interesting enough. And some of them had gone through Chambogo and the like. I was impressed. So your administration is doing something fantastic. The quality here is extremely good. But quality without the anointing will not sustain you. You need the anointing. You need the anointing. Because the anointing will open doors for you where your brains cannot take you. There's something called favor that comes upon you that you enter the room and everybody just likes you. You cannot learn that in class. But when you become a child of God, he marks you out. He puts his mark on you. He puts his star on you. His glory is on you. You walk in, they like you. They begin laughing. You, you, you take charge of the other room. Eh? I know what it means because there are some who would walk in and you're like, eh? The others, you begin laughing with them straight away. Clearly, they are anointed. They are anointed. Child of God, I know what it means because I one day walked into a room when I wanted to enter URA. I walked inside. My first interview ever. And in my human efforts, I tried to prepare. What is the mission? What is the vision? Core values, da, 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 da. I crammed them here in order. When I sat down and they asked me, tell us about yourself, I went blank. Pew! You can't combine human knowledge with the anointing. You walk in the anointing and let it make room for you. So the first thing that came out of me, thank God it came out, was I'm born again. And they were like, what? What? I thought they hadn't heard. I said it loud. I'm born again. Eh. Those of you who are shy about being born again, wake up. These are the times, these are the days. Don't be shy about your salvation. I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation. I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. 
God is looking for the sons of God to be manifested. Indeji has been waiting for you, child of God. Who do you think this mission came for? It came for you. It came to bring revival in this place. The villages are waiting for you. There has been groaning in this place. People have been feeling fevers, spiritual fevers, physical fevers. Why? Because the sons of God had gone under. But I tell you after this week, you walk in class, you walk into the canteen, you walk into the dormitory, where the children of God, where the sons of God. It starts with coming back to God, praise the Lord. God is waiting for you. He wants to do something inside this place. Your lecturer needs God. He's waiting for you. He wants to anoint you. He wants to open your eyes. Your lecturer walks in class. The spirit of God opens your eyes. You see the problems in his life. You say, sir, stop. That says the Lord. Your wife shall come back to you. Your wife shall come back to you. I see your children coming back to you. He's in shock. He asks you why. He says, you say the spirit of God has shown me. Child of God, God wants to anoint you. He put the robe on his son. He put the finger on his son. He caused a party. Tonight, you could cause endless parties in heaven by your choice. Heaven has been waiting to have another party. The Bible says there is rejoicing in heaven over one who comes to the Lord. Now, if there's rejoicing in heaven over one, why don't we cause a mass party in heaven tonight? Cause a mass party in heaven tonight by your choice. And see how your life turns around. That door opened. And I believe that door opened in your area not because of what I said, but because I identified with my Savior. I had no idea the plans he had for me. I was content to be an officer. I had a wife. I had a job. We limit God. God wants to do big things in your life. In this place, they are inventors. In this place, I see you and Secretary Generals. Why not? Somebody, the Bible says, ask and I will give you the nations as your inheritance. God does not deal with low levels. He is a big God. When he sees you, he does not just see Joseph. He sees a nation. Karaba, do you have an idea what you carry in your loins? Do you have any idea what you carry inside here? It starts with spiritual birth. It starts with giving birth. You say, Lord, I'm laying down my life for yours. I'm laying down my agenda for yours. I'm laying down my priorities for yours. Divine exchange. And tonight, God is calling you to exchange what you have known for the unknown. Because in Christ, eyes have not seen, ears have not heard. I had no idea, even as I summarize, that God planned to lift me up that ladder. I had no idea. I was happy to be an officer, to take home a salary. God took me to the nations. I have traveled the world. I've been to endless countries. I never saw those things. When I was in the chains of Chisumari, 
when I was in the darkest of the dark under Pandagari, I never thought I would be in the U.S. being trained together with commissioners of URA when I was an officer. Who can do that but God? But it was always in his plan. And all he was saying was, come back to me, my child. Come back. Because what I have for you, you have no idea. I just want to shower you with love. I just want to shower you with love. And by the grace of God, he continued to lift me up. I sit where I am today. I stand where I am. Let me tell you, there is a church in the marketplace. Every other day, I get people coming to me who are struggling with their destinies. People who want to quit their jobs. They are oppressed. They are depressed. Suicidal. Yes, in the marketplace. And I finally understand that's why God had to save me. It wasn't just for me. It was for others. So when I see people's lives being changed, I thank God. I thank God. Because I ran back to my master when I had run away from him. And so tonight, child of God, with Pastor Noah's permission, is it okay to? I want to make an invitation to us. You're here. This is your day. The Bible says today is the day of salvation. If you hear his voice, do not harden your heart. Why would I run away from such love? Even before I make the altar call, just come walking now, boldly. And we make this boldly because you are saying, devil, I am done with you. There is no shame. If it means walking away from your clique, walk away. Walk away from the cliques. If you think it will stop you being accepted, God is ready to accept you. Walk away. Run to God. Run to God. So if you're there, Jesus says, come. I would like to ask you to rise to your feet tonight and just come and stand here. You're not standing before me. You're standing before God in heaven. Who saves, who heals, who delivers and sets you on another path. This is your hour. If you're up there behind, come. Come now. If you're there in the tents, come now. You say, Lord, I want to know you. I want to know you. I want to know you. Come running. Come running, child of God. Come running, child of God. No more struggle. No more debates about this. You say, Lord, I make up my mind tonight. Even if this last day was for one person, it is worth it. If it was for only one person, it is worth it. If you are there, the Lord says, come to me. Come to me. Want to make two other calls. There is still time, there's still room. Even as we make the other calls. And you're here tonight. And you're believing God and saying, Lord, I'm tired of being ordinary. Because you are an extraordinary God. I want you to change my life. I want you to change my life. You say, I'm tired of the ordinary. I want you to change my life and my destiny. And that is you. It may be an academics issue. 
fact, I hear the Lord saying, there are people in this place, you've been struggling with fear. You've been struggling with fear. You have a challenge speaking in public. Yet you feel that God has called you. But every time you try to, something comes up within you. You struggle, you freeze. God wants to set you free tonight. If you are there, there is no shame. There is no shame. I stood before the Lord in front of so many people and I gave my life to him. And he set me free and broke all the chains. Somebody clap, clap as they come. Somebody clap. You are there. You're still there. Please come. This is your moment. This is your time. God bless you, my sisters. God bless you for being bold. Bible says, he who acknowledges me, who, he who acknowledges me before men, I will acknowledge before my father. Today you receive divine acknowledgement, divine acceptance. God will acknowledge you in front of many. You wait and see what God will do. If you're still there and you're debating, this is your moment. This is your moment. If you are there and you've been struggling with fear, please come. Somebody rejoice because heaven is rejoicing. Heaven is rejoicing tonight. Heaven is rejoicing. Heaven is rejoicing. I tell you, child of God, there are many times I would sit and I would see these things happening and I would clap, but I knew I, knew I needed to be walking down as well, but I would clap, I would clap, but I needed to be there. I knew I needed to be there, but I would be clapping and escorting others. Praise the Lord. There are some people here. The Lord says you should be getting up. Come. This is your moment. 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 Addictions. Addictions that God wants to break. You come to the master. You are not coming to me. You're coming to the God of heaven and earth. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You are welcome to the kingdom of God. You are welcome to the house of God. You will remember this day for the rest of your lives because it begins to change tonight. Tonight, by the mercy of God. I still hear that there are some up there there are these three people up there. The Lord is waiting on you. You are there. Come. Come. In fact, the Lord says you have debated this whole week. You couldn't sleep. You were in your bed tossing and turning. Why? Because the Lord was saying it is your time. Some people here, you have struggled with sleep this entire week. You can't understand why. The Lord has been calling you. And tonight as you obey, you are going to sleep like a baby. You are going to sleep because the peace that is coming upon you is beyond comprehension. There are three people up there. I don't know who you are, but the Lord knows you. We shall wait for you. We shall wait for you. We are not in a hurry. Three people up there. Three people up there. 
You see, when you become a child of God, he takes charge. He takes complete charge. That is when his promises begin to work in your life. That even though the weapons are formed, they will not prosper. I know what it means for God to pluck me out of a trailer that was about to finish my life. How do you explain that you come out of an accident where a trailer is overturned with a container and I'm without a scratch of blood? Why? Because now I am his child. He is obligated to look after me, to protect me. I know what it means for my spirit to leave my body because I've been there. But again, I saw his hand. I want to encourage somebody tonight, even as we now pray for these our brothers and sisters. Isaiah 41. Somebody here, you need this. Isaiah 41, verse 10 and verse 13. Child of God, this is for you, especially those who have been struggling with fear. God says, Fear not, for I am with you. Fear not, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with the right hand of my righteousness. He says to you, all those that have been incensed against you shall be ashamed. There are some people, people have been mad with you families, relatives. He says, those who have been incensed against you shall be ashamed and they will be confounded. They will be as nothing and they that strive with you shall perish. Some people here, the Lord says you have been going through attacks of witchcraft. Those that have been striving against you shall be ashamed. And he says, you will seek them and not find them. Those who have contended against you. Those who war against you shall be as nothing. Verse 13, for I, the Lord, hold your right hand, and I say unto you, fear not, because I am your God. 